Well, good morning, church. It's good to see you in person again and to be in spirit with all of you who are watching this this morning. This morning, our service is a little bit different. It's a little unique. It's going to be very special, I think. Um, it's a specifically a, a service of prayer. We're going to focus on praying corporately together for our congregation, for the, the, the city, for our nations. And uh, prayer is simply just when we come together and we, we bring our concerns to God, uh, who's loving, compassionate, and powerful. And uh, for those of you or at home as you're watching and those in person, we encourage you to enter into that posture while you're here or watching. Uh, our worship this morning is focused on giving God glory, confessing to him, giving thanks for what he's done, and laying our requests for ourselves and others at his feet. Uh, we'll finish this time with communion as we come together at the Feast of the Table. And today, we don't have any expectation on how you pray. Obviously, we have Still restrictions and limitations, what we can do, so there's no dancing. I know Stu wanted to dance this morning, but we had to calm him down a little bit. Um, uh, but you can stand, raise your hands, you can sit, you can sit quietly, you can you know, talk. Um, uh, you can kneel at your couch, you can bow at his feet. And some of you prefer stillness. Some will write thoughts, prayers, you can draw. Some people do that as well, and that's perfectly fine. Um, Others are drawn to loud shouts of pain and joy in hearing our prayers and cries, but all methods of prayer are welcome here. So let's hear our call to worship this morning. It's from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley, uh, the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you are good, you are merciful, you are compassionate, that you are present, and you are here with us. We thank you that you lead us through the valleys and that you guide us over the mountain passes. And we don't know where everyone is at this morning, but we know we're all in some stage of whether in the valley, on the side of the mountain, at the top of the mountain. We know you're there with us through the entire thing. We thank you that we have a church that still desires to to worship you, to seek your face, and to come in intercession for each other, for ourselves, and for our, our nation, and those who don't know yet, don't yet know you. So we pray this in your name. Amen. Would you join me as we pray for our world this morning? Posture yourself before the Lord in a way that connects you with the needs of our world, but also the heart of God. Psalm 89 verse 11 tells us this, The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. 
So let us continue to pray this morning. To God, our good shepherd, by the leading of your spirit, help us to listen for your voice and follow in your paths in all the days of our lives. God, we pray for the nations of the world and are reminded of the suffering and pain that exists around us. We pray for the military conflict between Russia and Ukraine that has gone on for far too long. For the years of unrest, violence, and tensions, we ask for peace and reconciliation. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the island and the people of St. Vincent, for those displaced by the continuing eruption, for those who have lost so much, who are facing a long road ahead of cleanup. We ask for strength and resilience. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We read and watch the pain and suffering in the nation of India, and we ask for you to intervene, Lord. We ask for healing on those who are in desperate need of health care. And we ask for this wave to pass quickly. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the church in every place, for our brothers and sisters around the world who join us in worship. Gather us together and make us one one in ministry and mission to our suffering world so that we unite as your people, one flock and one shepherd. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for the things that often divide us. Would you strengthen us to be a people who break down barriers rather than build them up? Would you strengthen us to be a people who give voice to the voiceless? Strengthen us to be a people who long for justice in a world so wrought with injustice. Strengthen us to be a people who listen to the stories of pain, separation, and oppression. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our ministry partner, the Seed of Hope in South Africa, and their ongoing community development efforts. We ask for wisdom and renewed energy within their new leadership. That while the pandemic has opened other doors for their ministry, we pray that the children, youth, and adults they empower continue to show an impact in their community. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. So throughout our world, we ask you to anoint all leaders with your wisdom so that they would use their power to help the poor and defend the vulnerable. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, we hear these words. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, 
intercessions and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high places, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. This morning, we want to pray for our nation of Canada. We want to hear what the Lord says we ought to do, is to pray for those in leadership, that by His grace and His wisdom, by His Spirit, He would lead them who lead us. Let us pray. God, our Good Shepherd, by the leading of your Spirit, help us listen for your voice and follow in your paths all the days of our lives. We pray specifically for this great country today. We pray for our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, and all leaders of government. May they lead with integrity, with humility, and wisdom, caring for the needs and people in our nation. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the unreached in our nation, those who do not know the saving grace of God. We pray that doors would open within communities for your word to be proclaimed. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the indigenous people in our cities, rural areas, and on reserves. Let us continue to pursue reconciliation. Let us listen and continue to learn. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. As our nation continues to struggle through this pandemic, we pray for our healthcare workers and a system that is overwhelmed those who are particularly impacted financially, mentally, and physically. We pray for the small business owners, those who are on the brink of financial ruin. Lord, we need you. We need your healing. We need your strength. We need your power. We need your provision. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. You may be seated. I invite you as we um, are led into prayer for our city and community to think of or write down a name or a street or a neighborhood as we pray. And as I read the scripture, Matthew 22, 36 through 39, Teacher, which commandment 
in the law is the greatest. He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And Romans 13 says, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Let us pray. God, our good shepherd, by the leading of your spirit, help us listen for your voice and follow in your paths all the days of our lives. We pray for our city, Calgary, that the risen Christ, the bright morning star, rises over the city of Calgary. We pray for readiness to be surprised by life and love in unexpected people and places. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those in our city who have no friends with whom to eat, for those in the city who have been deserted by family and friends. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the empty offices in downtown Calgary, for those who have no work and the economic downturn our city continues to face. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the upcoming transition in mayors, Lord, may the right candidate come forth and give them the foresight to act with charity and true concern for the well-being of the people they are meant to serve. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for justice in the courts of this city, for integrity among those who police our streets, for those who are regarded by many as litter and liability in our streets, for those who are imprisoned and seen as less. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. God of love, you welcome to the company of women during your life. We pray for the women who are abused and exploited in this city, for the women whose pain is disregarded by church and society. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for families and the stress that is felt today, for marriages to be strengthened, for fun to be found again. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all the students of all ages as they transition between classroom and online learning and then classroom and then online learning, Lord, for their health and safety and for their social lives and activities. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, our healer and provider, we pray for all who are sick today. May they regain their strength and health. We pray for those who keep watch by the bedsides of the terminally ill and dying. For those who grieve for friends and family, may they know your peace. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for those who are living in fear. Fear of illness, fear for loved ones, fear of others' reactions to them. In place of anxiety, may your spirit give peace. 
God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We pray specifically for our Northern Hills community surrounding Skyview. We pray for our own personal neighbors. We ask the Father to have us always remember our neighborhoods, the businesses, the schools, and our communities around us. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. Christ, our true King, your reign is not one of ceremony, but an authority of love over the hearts and minds of those who follow you through suffering into the joys of resurrection. May we behold you in the faces of all of our brothers and sisters, but especially in those whose lives are disfigured by our inhumanity to one another. We pray that our words may never mock or dehumanize, that we may always seek to do the truth in love, that we may always recognize the human dignity of despised and outcast people. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have provided and continue to provide in our daily lives. We thank you for our church community and those that we can call family. We thank you for your goodness and grace and love and mercy. And as we are reminded in Ephesians 5, 8 through 14, for once we were darkness, but now in the Lord we are light. Let us live as children of light. We pray that we, the people of Skyview, continue to walk our own neighborhood streets and show God's love and compassion through our words and actions. And we wait patiently for God to bring joy out of grief, creativity out of chaos, and life out of death. God of goodness and mercy, hear our prayer. As our faces are different, so are our circumstances. But the Lord who searches all hearts knows us, knows our needs, knows our wants, and even knows our fears. The good news is that He is a good Father. Amen? He is a good Shepherd. And so this morning, as your pastor and as your pastors and worship team have led you to the throne of grace, I want to take a moment before we sit together at the Lord's table to pray for you, our people. James leads us well for times like this. He says, are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are any among you sick? They should call the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. And anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. 
Thanks be to God. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Father, we are your people. And you are our God. We pray not as those who do not know the grace that has saved us, but we pray as those who have been brought close to fellowship with you through the suffering death of a Savior who gave his all that we may have all. We are your people. We are those who gather not only in person, but on screens and on phones across the city and perhaps even this nation and world. And today we come before you to say thank you that we belong, that we know in whom we have found favor. You are good. You are faithful. Your mercies are new every day. Great is your faithfulness. You are worthy of our praise and our worship because you, Father, have given everything that we have in this life so that we may live a life that is pleasing and glorifying to you. Grant us thankful hearts today for that which has been given that no one else could give. Grant us grateful hearts to recognize that we have been made all that you've desired us to be through your Son, that we stand before you as those who have been forgiven of our sins, cleansed of our iniquities, filled with your Holy Spirit, and empowered to love as you love us. If there is anyone amongst us today that is suffering, we may not know, Lord, but you know. If there's anyone amongst us that is sick and battling a disease or an illness or even just a cold in a time of a pandemic can create anxiety and fear and concern, we ask that you be their healer. If there's any amongst us, Father, who is struggling with sin, bound by that which seems to want to separate them from you and from communion with others, we pray that they would have today the faith to believe that if they confess their sins to you in this very moment, you are faithful to forgive and to cleanse and to restore and to bring to you all who have walked away. May we know today that your grace is sufficient and your power is made perfect even in our weakness. Father, we pray for a renewal of your church in a season that has been difficult. We ask that you would pour out your spirit upon your people that you would pour out your spirit, not only that we would edify one another, but that we might be one people with one voice speaking God's love over his creation to his glory 
and for his name's sake. Heal the rifts in our society through the grace of the church. Reconcile us with one another so that we would be an image, Lord, a a foretaste of your kingdom come in this world. Make us one so that we would represent you in your fullness to a world that struggles with unity, a world that desires peace but that does not know how to access it. Make us one so that we would embody the hope of Jesus Christ who has come to reconcile all of creation unto God. And may we stand before you as those who today say, help us. Help us, O God, as the church to be what you've called us to be for the sake of your world, whom you love and whom your son died for. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a bountiful table. I miss table fellowship. I miss eating with people other than my own family. Don't get me wrong, I love my family. (laughs) And I love eating with them. And my wife is an absolutely brilliant cook. But I miss the opportunity to sit with others in fellowship together around a meal. And as I lead us today in this sacrament that represents for us the welcome, the invitation of Christ himself, I pray that the longing of our hearts for fellowship with one another would draw us to recognize we participate in this sacrament as a family, as a people, as God's children. The physical elements that's before us of bread and juice Remind us that Jesus was human. That he was flesh and blood just like you and me. His human body was beaten. Was bruised, was wounded. His physical body died. But he was also raised to life again ascended according to Scripture to the right hand of the Father where He now intercedes on our behalf. Jesus said some provocative things. He said, He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. By this physical act of eating and drinking, we are demonstrating the spiritual reality of our union with Christ, that we are not simply distant to Him, but that He has given Himself to us, that we may know Him through the indwelling of His Spirit within us. The supper proclaims the heart of the gospel. Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ is coming again. (laughs) 
We not only remember his death and resurrection, but we also look forward in hope to the marriage supper of the Lamb in his kingdom. The table of the future will be a joyous celebration that will come when the Lord gathers all of his people together that day. So as we celebrate the Lord's Supper this day, be thankful for your place at the table. I want you to look around at the others who are at the table with you this morning, and I want you to take a moment to give thanks to God for them. Now, I want you to prayerfully call to mind, remember the empty places at the table, the seats that have either been abandoned or not yet filled, who is not here yet. Would you take a moment to pray that they too would come into fellowship with the living Lord. We are called to make disciples, to show others the way to the fellowship of God's table. We need to share His hope with those who do not yet know Him. When Jesus gathered with his disciples, he asked, Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread, he said, that we break participation in the body of Christ? And then he said this, Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the same loaf. Today we give God thanks for the church, the body of Christ. Not just Skyview, but wherever people gather in the name of Jesus Christ across this nation and across this world. We consider the many ways in which unity remains elusive in our world and even in our church. We pause now to give God thanks for that which is as we pray that the diversity and the beauty of all His people in all nations across all tribes and tongues that struggle and still long for unity may come to experience the holy peace and shalom that only God can bring. And so together we ask, Lord, that you would make the church one. That you would heal the wounds, reconcile the pain, show the beauty of diversity and the, yet the unity of faith in the one true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Before we participate, and I do want to apologize that you do not get to enjoy as I will. 
but one day we will eat together again. Let us pray. Father, we are thankful for your unending grace and hospitality to us. We are unworthy of your love, and yet we rest in the knowledge of your unconditional favor towards us through your Son, Jesus Christ, who died in our place and rose again to set us free from the bondage of sin. We thank you that you are faithful and just to cleanse us from sins, and we receive your forgiveness and recognize the price that was paid for our pardon today. Set aside these elements to minister your grace to our hearts as we remember Jesus' death and his suffering. And as we partake of the Lord's Supper together, we ask you to renew us in your love for you and for one another. Deepen our faith and open our hearts to grasp your very real presence with us in this moment. Anoint this time and speak deeply to our wounded hearts, our longing hearts, what your Holy Spirit desires to say to each one of us today. Amen. The Apostle Paul says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus. On the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said that this is my body, which is broken for you. To do this in remembrance of him. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until his return. The symbols we hold before us mean so much to us. They represent the very love and grace of God. Symbols of His body and blood which was broken and poured out for us and so our only way to participate in this sacrament is with hearts filled with thanksgiving for the full pardon that we have received on account of Christ. Will you now eat and drink and give God thanks? I invite you to stand with me and in just a moment, our youth are going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer as we conclude our service. It has been good to be in the house of the Lord. 
with God's people today. May the grace that we have freely been given enable us to live with peace, with hope, and with joy in the days ahead. He was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. 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 Amen. 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 Amen.